let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey, beautiful people. This is Andrew Jordan and my beautiful wife, Emily. And this is Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. We're excited to have you here with us today. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Quarantine for, files. Yeah. <laughs> the quarantine files. <laughs> thanks for giving us a chance and a listen. And we hope you are loving your experience here with us. And you're loving your quarantine experience. Yeah. Where you are allowed At to home. be with your family 24-7. We've really been loving it. I've actually honestly. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's We've been really pretty fun. It. Yeah, it's been pretty fun. It's been difficult. I think it's been most difficult for the kids because it's difficult yes. for them to get out. Yes, but like I can, like we still take our turn to go run or go. Right. I, I go for a long bike ride or something like that. So we, and we, we try get to get out. the kids outside too, but you can tell that they are feeling cooped up and starting to act out a little bit. Yeah, like they're used to more change and variety mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, they're getting a little bored. Yeah, so we're being but, inventive. Yeah. But that's not the topic of today's episode. Wait, can I tell you a story? Oh, you tell me a story. So you were out riding your bike today. Okay. And I took the kids outside. And Ruth loves to play in the rocks, and I hate it because she just, like... She, she throws them everywhere. She throws them in the grass, and she throws them on the sidewalk, and, like, everywhere. We have these tiny rocks that are, like, in this, like, rock bed area. I don't know. It's like a... a like a, a garden, like a... I don't know. So like there's the cement or the grass, and then there's this layer or like a ring of rocks around the grass. Like, the, and no, no, no. So the sidewalk. No, no, no. We are not describing no, this very okay. well. But so anyways, sidewalk, and then you also have grass, and separating the sidewalk and the grass from like the garden mm-hmm. area or like the garden bed, yeah. bed, bed garden place where trees are <laughs> and plants. The uh, oh, that area, um, there's like a little ring of rocks, and then in the little yes. bed, there's other things but yeah but so she throws the rocks everywhere and it's so irritating anyways she comes how do your me- hairs always end up in my mouth i'm sorry <laughs> always I'm sorry. i just pull for, i've been i pulled you a that giant I, long hair out of my i've mouth. been telling you that i want to chop my hair off no and you don't want me to do that i don't so you gotta live with long okay so sorry back on the story okay rambling. sorry yes so I was sitting in a camping chair, just kind of like watching them play, and Ruth comes up to me so excited, and she opens up her hands, and I think it's rocks, and it's not rocks. It's the neighbor's dog poop. Oh. <laughs> it was so gross. But Wait, it was which like- Which neighbor has a dog? Two down. So we don't have fences, oh. and so- oh, yeah, yeah. T- Like, not ours, but the next one. They have a little dog. Right. But this dog poop had been sitting there for a long time, I think. So, like, it was baked like, and hard? It was, like, really hard. And I guess that's it preferable, kind of was though. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd rather that than it be fresh. Yeah. It's Gross. like if I'm going to have to... I'd rather pick up a buffalo chip than, a, like, yeah. a buffalo turd. Or, Ew. <laughs> or, like, sauce patty. You're, you're so <laughs> gross. Okay. We talk about poop way too much on this podcast. So, let's... Switch gears. So what we do want to talk about, besides poop, is uh, <laughs> this past weekend, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is the church that Emily and I belong to, uh, ha- held our semi-annual general conference. 
So every six months, we, there's a general conference where like, it's basically like a two-day thing, and there are a whole bunch of people come, uh, leaders from around the world, and they give awesome talks that are uplifting and helpful mm-hmm. and help you focus on Christ and give you really practical, um, not just tips, but guidance. It's not even advice. It's like, it's like this is revelation from the Lord. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really, awesome. and it's always timely, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, yeah. and so it's, it's, it's always an awesome experience. This past weekend was really, it was an exceptional experience, I think for a lot of reasons. Um, and we can talk about that later. Uh, but there was one thing that we wanted to bring up, uh, from general conference this past weekend, which is, uh, the, the president of the church, president Russell M. Nelson has called for another worldwide fast in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we want to read his, um, what he said about that and then kind of talk a little bit more about fasting. Yeah. So he says, or he said, for all whose health may permit, let us fast, pray, and unite our faith once again. Let us prayerfully plead for relief from this global pandemic. I invite all, including those not of our faith, to fast and pray on Good Friday, April 10th, that the present pandemic may be controlled caregivers protected, the economy strengthened, and life normalized. Okay, can you go over those four things one more time? Yes. So what are we praying and fasting for? So the specific things are praying for that the pandemic may be controlled. Okay, controlled. Caregivers protected. Yes. Economy, the economy strengthened, Mm -hmm. and life normalized. Life normalized. Yeah, whatever that means. I don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) This is normal now. Yeah. So uh, those four things, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I really like that it's it's a call for people of all faiths. I love that. Yeah. Um, and he didn't even specify Christian faiths. I think it's really interesting that there are uh, there seems to be at least from my experience. Again, I don't know all religions in the world, but my experience is that the vast majority of religions, pretty much every religion that I have come to understand and and study and and know. Uh, or whose practitioners I know has a has a fasting facet. I guess like there's a uh, there's a fasting culture in mm-hmm. every religion, Interesting. Um, and that's different in each religion. Right, like how that kind of what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But there's fasting everywhere. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and I so, didn't know that. Yeah, so like um, one really interesting thing about Islam is like there's. Uh, the month of Ramadan, mm-hmm. they have a whole month of fasting. Like you fast for 30 days straight? You fast... Um, you can't do that. When it's daylight. Oh, And so wow. at night you can eat. Oh, but, I would be binging at night. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's kind of what you do. Oh, like you, okay. you have to eat. You right. get like all of your energy from at yeah. night. And so like from sunrise to sunset, you have to... Uh, you have, you're, you're fasting. You're fasting. So... And I don't know exactly how this works because, mm-hmm. like the the Muslim calendar is like a rotating calendar, so it's not it's not solar; it's a lunar calendar, if I remember right. And so, like the month of Ramadan is different every year, so it's not like always in June. Like sometimes it's in December, sometimes it's in February, sometimes it's oh. in July. And That's so it's, interesting. It's, it's floating, and so okay. I'm thinking about those poor the poor Muslims who are like in Russia during this like during the summer mm-hmm. where it's light most of the time during the summer 
And so like, there's like a three hour period where you'd <laughs> where be you able to, eat. unless you're like way up north. I'm sure that, I mean, I'm, if you are a Muslim who lives in Arkhangelsk or one of the other like far northern areas of Russia, please reach out to me. I'd be very interested <laughs> in learning how you follow Ramadan in those months. But the, the cool thing is that, that fasting is, a, is an aspect of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that, it, it's an aspect of religion that God has revealed to all of his children that practice some form of religion and not just to Christians. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's really cool. So what has your fasting journey looked like uh, through your life? Well, so a little bit of background. The members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints fast once a month. Mm-hmm. So we have yeah, the, we the first Sunday of every month we fast for two meals or, or two meals in a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, that generally means going without food or water um, <coughs> and Diet Coke. Um, <laughs> it's not a problem for me, but for others, it's difficult. Others. Others. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, and when I was a kid... It was kind of like a, oh, I hate Fast Sunday. It was the main memory I have of Fast Sundays growing up as a kid, or as a kid, like as a teenager, was pouring a bowl of cereal and then like putting my spoon in the bowl and then realizing it was Fast Sunday. That was my, the majority yeah, of my experience I remember doing as that a, a kid. I like, as a kid. Dang it. Yeah. And I was just angry. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. did, I usually did not eat it. That's good. But I was like, um, right. And then as I, I got older, I, I it became a really powerful spiritual experience for me mm-hmm. um, where I was like when I would fast, I would feel a greater portion of the Lord's spirit in my life. Um, and it helped me develop a, a lot of self-will because the first couple times and even now when I do it, it's it's hard not to be angry. It's hard not to be frustrated. Um, and I get so, angry it, so easy, you guys. Mm-hmm. I need a lot of yeah. food. <laughs> I need a lot of food. Uh, and, and so for me, it was a process of, of getting to that point. And then it was then it was a, okay, so now this is helping me be generally more spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly trying to work on the having faith that fasting works. Okay. Uh, as far as like, to answer prayers. Right. Because I, I don't, honestly, like guys, like, maybe you're all a lot better than me. I don't know how this works, like in the algorithms of heaven. Right. So, like, and I've always wondered that too. Like I've, I've always had that question. Just that, like wondering why, why a fast is more powerful than a prayer. And my only, the only thing I can think of is that because it, maybe it's because you're like showing more faith. Mm-hmm. You're showing more like willingness to sacrifice something that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, though, like I don't really understand yeah. how it works. Why is it more powerful? I don't know. Well, but, I, I understand like the principles behind, like the idea of, of sacrifice, right? And the idea that we're like we're prostrating ourselves before the Lord, and we're denying mm-hmm. ourselves physical food in a prayer that we can might have spiritual food, yeah, and that we might. Uh, receive a blessing from the Father. Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly how it all works. Yeah. I don't know, like, when, like, when, like, Heavenly Father is up there with his blessings that he's, like, re- ready to dole out. Like, where does he say, okay, so if you pray, you can get these blessings. Now, if you, uh, if you cash those prayers in 
and and add some fasting, then you get these blessings. And fasting right. will be like a like a times two blessing. Or there's like a point. whole like chart. And I have no idea how it works. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like imagining it be like a Mario Kart thing, but you know, not Mario Kart. I don't know what I'm thinking. It's okay. Yeah. Anyway, but I think that maybe that's the important thing is that we don't know, and so that just means that we yeah. have to show greater faith. I I will say that. There have been times where I specifically did fast for something, mm-hmm. and and I did see those blessings, um, but it's always hard retrospectively to like tie fasting to those blessings, right? Um, because I I think I've gone through period. We were talking about this the other day that I've gone through periods of my life where I've been more eager and willing to see the Lord's hand. Yes. And then there have been times where it's more easy for me to explain away blessings Mm -hmm. and miracles. Yeah. Um, And I think the power of fasting really comes into play when you are willing to see the Lord's hand in things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what I'm working on right now. And so what I'm going to be doing this week and what I invite all of us to do um, is to fast. uh, And that might look different for you than for me? Like, it's going to look different for me than for Emily? Yes. So, can I tell a little bit about my fasting journey? Yes, can quick? I? Oh, yeah, go ahead. You, know what? you fit. You do that, and then we'll get back to what I was saying. Are you sure? Yeah. Go Are you going to remember? Hopefully. If not, the Lord doesn't care enough about it to remind me, so we're good. Okay. So, <laughs> I think I was a lot like you in the fact, like, it, as a kid, you know, it was irritating, and I didn't really want to do it. So many right. lucky charms were ruined. Yeah, but... um growing like growing in my spirituality i really grew to love it i really did and um i think as an adult it's it's been very rewarding and i don't i can honestly say that i can't always see the answers after i fast like i i will admit that mm-hmm. and maybe it's because they my prayers were answered or my fast was answered and I just didn't have the eyes to see it. Or maybe it was because the timing wasn't right and the answer wasn't supposed to be or there. Or maybe but. it was because we prayed and we fasted and we were sincere in our fasting, but then by the last time we thought about our fast was when we closed our fast right before we ate cookies that we cooked for dinner. Because I did that yeah. sometimes where like I have like a, a really intentional fast Mm-hmm. And I'll fast the whole time, and I'm focusing. I'm trying to be really spiritual, and then I say my my prayer to close my fast, um, and then I don't think about it again until next right. fast Sunday. And I'm like, okay, it's so the last time I fast for this, so maybe I'll fast for this this time. Mm-hmm. And like, that's not the way. Anyway, right. So when I do a really good fast, and I have a positive attitude, and there's something that I am desperately seeking for whether that be more spiritual knowledge about something or um greater peace about something specific or a very specific answer or a blessing of some sort like when i even if i don't get that answer like when i am so focused on it and so pleading with the lord i have an enjoyable time fasting Mm -hmm. and i feel whether or not I get the thing that I had fasted for, I always feel refreshed and kind of filled, mm-hmm. I guess, afterwards. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm not fasting because I'm pregnant, and I don't fast when I'm nursing. Because that's just... I can't do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like your blood and, pressure gets all right. Your blood sugar gets all crazy. Yeah. And, and babies gotta eat. So uh, I can't do that. But um, and if hangry Emily's bad, yeah. hangry pregnant Emily, <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Totally justified. She's a wonderful princess. I eat snacks like every twenty minutes. If I miss one, <laughs> just kidding. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, okay. So in the circumstances where I don't fast with food or water necessarily, um, I've tried doing a social media fast and I feel like for me personally, it's not as good, but it's still good. So Mm -hmm. you can try to give up other things if medically you're not quite able to fast with food. I think there's something you said that I really liked about how when you're fasting, uh, like even if you don't see your answers, mm-hmm. like you always, it's always a beneficial experience. Right. Yeah. You can still have a good experience if even if you don't get your answer. Yeah. And I think for me, my challenge hasn't been. Um, I was just, I, I've never. I've always expected and received those like beneficial spiritual experiences. Mm-hmm. So like fasting is always beneficial spiritually. Right. Yeah. Um, if you're doing it appropriately, but I think, and this might sound weird, but sometimes I think I I hinder my faith by saying like by going into it by by excusing the lord by saying like hey i'm asking the lord for this blessing but like and then like in the same breath like oh but you know if he doesn't do it it's it's not because he's not there or because i don't have enough faith it's just because he doesn't want to have give that to me right now so like i'm i know i'll have a spiritual experience so it's gonna be good enough or oh interesting um and so and I do it sometimes with my prayers as well when I'm asking for something very specific mm-hmm. and I'm hoping he's going to give me something very specific. Um, sometimes, and maybe everyone else listening is 20,000 times better than me. So this might just be <laughs> me talking to myself in my little echo chamber. Uh, but sometimes even in my prayers when I'm praying, I'll I'll ask for something very specific and then uh, in order to kind of like insulate my faith or make it so my faith isn't going to be hurt by him not answering the prayer mm-hmm. i i in my head i'll start making excuses for him immediately interesting like, like oh like yeah. he's going to he might not answer but it's not because he's not there it's not because he doesn't love me it's because of and then i start like coming up with the the big like the big long list of of reasons he might not answer in the way i was expecting interesting and so i i think for me personally, what I'm going to try and do is try and stop making excuses for Heavenly Father, um, if and let Him tell me if He needs to not give me the answer I'm seeking, mm-hmm. instead of like preempting, preempting the that lack of answer, or like the absence of the answer I'm wanting, I'm going to just ask. And trust that Heavenly Father knows that I'm willing to go with whatever He says because I've shown it to Him over to, over time, and and not make excuses for Him. Um, because when I make excuses for Him, I'm just hurting my own faith because I, I'm yeah. because I'm only making those excuses so that I don't feel wounded if He doesn't answer the way I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. I really love that. And so that's thank you for sharing that with me. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I love just you. had that that, uh, that epiphany, and so that's really cool. That's one thing I love about this podcast. Is that as we're talking about it, I have new, like new insights. Yeah. It, while we're talking. Yeah. So what I'm going to do this Friday, is I'm going to pray, 
and fast specifically for those things that President Nelson asked us to fast for. So again, we're fasting for um, that the pandemic will be controlled, caregivers will be protected, the economy strengthened, and life normalized. And I am going to fully expect and believe that we will see immediate results. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's really cool that a fast on your own is really powerful. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine a worldwide fast? That's just really amazing. Yeah. And I know that he's already kind of called for one. We did one... When was that? Oh, I think it was the beginning of... The beginning of March? No. The end of mid-March? Yeah. But I feel like this one is just going to be so powerful. I hope so. I really do feel like it. Yep. Yeah. So, that's again, that's what I'm going to do. I think that's what Emily's going to do. Like, we're going to fast. And I'm going to fast, not making any excuses for Heavenly Father. Um, And if he needs to tell me that, that, that... what I asked for wasn't what he wanted. I'm going to let him tell me that. But I'm not, again, I'm not going to make those excuses for him. And right. uh, I invite all of you to do that and fully expect Heavenly Father to bless the world as a result of the fast. And not just, oh, he's blessing the world and it doesn't matter if I had fasted or not, but fully believing that your fast Matters. will bring about the blessings of heaven yeah because it will yeah um yeah. so kind of going along with it do you want to, should we share our, our scripture yes let's do that okay so we had two but i think i'm just going to focus on the one yeah. from mm-hmm. matthew if that's all right yes oh, yeah so there's this great story from matthew chapter 17 uh i'll kind of give you the the brief the the brief uh Run synopsis down. But it's Matthew 17, verses 14 through 21. So Jesus is up on the mountain doing his thing, mm-hmm. talking to God, being being inspired and inspirational. Uh, and he comes down, and this man comes up, and he says, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sorely vexed, or in sore vexed. For oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water, and I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. And the Savior looks at his disciples and says, like, what the cut of guys? Like, why, why couldn't you do this? <laughs> and uh, he said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why could we... Why could not we cast him out? So remember, this is not just like some random people. These are Christ's disciples. They've mm-hmm. been following him. They've been taught by him. Right. They've been given power by him. Um, and Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, uh, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove or remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. So we don't, I don't know if we have any records of the apostles fasting up to this point. I don't think we do. We, I think we see them praying. I think, actually. I'm I not to, sure. I have to go back and check. But we know they are praying. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Savior is saying that you have to pray and fast. If you do these things, you will have power. And if you do these things, uh, it seems like he's saying if you if you pray and you are and you fast 
then you will gain faith. And by faith, even if it was just the faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, you would have the ability to move mountains. And so what if we, as believers, all around the world, like Mm -hmm. millions and millions and millions of us, were to show this kind of faith, we would be able to change the world. Yes. Like not just, and it's not going to be, if we do it right, and again, obviously, if it's not contradicting the, the, the will right. of the Father, yeah. we will be a part of the solution. And not just like some feel-good, cozy, cozy feeling thing that happens while the virus actually just like runs its course. Like we would be part of the solution. The Lord would hear our prayers and things would change mm-hmm. as a result of what we were doing. Right. And fasting is one of the ways that we can uh, affect that change. Yes, perfect. So let's put our faith in the Lord and do this fast on Friday. Yep. If you And please join us. And if you are in a state where, not state, like of the United States, <laughs> if you're in a condition where you're not able to fast um, right now, go ahead and try something else. Try to give up something else. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying so, to think. The only thing I can think of is social media because that's what I need Social to media. Do. Or maybe you can just moderate it. So say like, or moderate. Like yeah. sometimes if I'm sick, I will not eat oh, food, I'll, but I'll but drink, I'll drink water. water. Yeah. Oh, or like I might just eat only bread or, or something. I just try and moderate it. Um, because I think it's about showing the Lord that you're doing something different. You're you're putting your faith in Him. You're sacrificing yeah. something. Uh, and two other two last points about mm-hmm. uh, about fasting. Uh, one, when we fast, we start and end our fast with a prayer. Yes. Um, for me, that's made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done it sometimes where I, I forget to start my fast with a prayer, but then I'm like, okay, well, the Lord knows I'm fasting, and so then I just close it with a prayer. It's just not the same. Yeah. I feel like it's not the same. Yeah. And so it's like consecrating that time of your life yeah. towards fasting. Uh, and the other thing is, in our church, what we are encouraged to do is to use fasting as a way to help our brothers and sisters who are in need. So what we do is we donate at least the cost of the two meals that we skip uh, to our church. Um, If you're, and I would encourage you to do something similar. So if your church is not set up to do something like that, or you don't, you don't feel comfortable doing anything like that, or you're not a member of a church um, or a specific congregation, I would encourage you to fast and then donate the cost that you would have spent or the money you would have spent on those two meals to some charity organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are tons and tons of awesome organizations right now working really hard to fight the COVID-19 pandemic. So how great of a blessing would that be if not only if you use this opportunity to just hold on, if you not only use this opportunity <laughs> to seek the blessings of heaven uh, in order to fight the COVID-19, but you also use your own personal sacrifice to physically fight Mm COVID-19. Right. So I think if we do that, you're going to feel more fulfilled and you're going to feel like your your sacrifice was more consecrated to the Lord. Because we know that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you're only in the service of your God. I don't know if that was funny. No, that was good. That was like, and the end. <laughs> You're <pretty>. Okay. Well, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm tired. Yes, you are. <laughs> She's tired pretty much all the time. So, yes. we love you. 
Stay safe. Yes. Do some fasting. Safe. Please be smart, too, while you're out there if you have to leave the house. Yeah. It's kind of creepy out there. It is kind of creepy. Maybe that's what we should do an episode on, like the creepiness of the it. The eeriness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. so, the eerie noise? That's an eerie uh, noise. If you have any questions about fasting, um, please feel free to DM us. We have lots of conversations with listeners who have questions about things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. And we are more than help. We're more than help. happy to help out as any yes. way we can. Also, you can visit churchofjesuschrist.org. Yeah. And there you can find anything you want to know about fasting, how we do it. And then you can also find um, the general conference that we talked about. Mm -hmm. They have all the talks. We know you guys are just sitting at home. Right. So might as well read some awesome um, talks or spiritual messages from our leaders. Yep. Yeah. They're really awesome. Okay, guys. Again, stay safe. Peace out. We love you. Keep the faith.